2: sky is blue the sun is shining it's a great day for government to take over baseball maybe maybe not a recent opinion piece in the new york times argued for the federal government to take over baseball but we want to get into what that all looks like what that actually all means helping us do that is mark hayden he's the director of state government affairs for the r street institute Uh, mark thanks for joining us thanks so much for having me on all right, so when it comes to baseball, the the first thing I want to know is does this have can we get the get rid of the designated hitter? Like if the government's going to get involved, we need to start with getting rid of the designated hitter, which is just uh, an abomination to the game, but uh this probably is not what you, where you're headed with this. <laughs>
1: Not quite. Now, I'm a big (laughs) National League fan. I love my Atlanta Braves, so I I oppose a designated hitter. But to the main topic of the hour, the 15 minutes, this New York Times piece that suggested that the federal government should take over baseball was so bad that I thought it might have been parody because urging the nationalization of a sport a, a sport that makes tons of money doesn't make sense to me but they said they, they want to help save the sport because it's a cultural treasure but it reminded me of Ronald reagan's quote that famous quote that the uh, top nine most terrifying words of english language are i'm with the government and i'm here to help <laughs>
2: yeah exactly and uh, i think it's so interesting that uh you know, so many do look to government to solve all the problems, whatever they might be, that suddenly baseball gets uh, thrown into the mix there. And obviously baseball has its challenges and, and it has some uh, interesting exemptions uh, as from the federal government. Uh, how does that all play in? Well, you
1: know, I mean, baseball enjoys a lot of tax benefits, whether we're talking about stadiums or whatnot. Everyone wants to lure them to their city. But this is a very rich sport. They get billions of dollars. The New York Yankees, I think, is uh, worth about $6 billion alone. So you can only imagine how much it, the uh, value is of the whole entire sport. But what we're seeing is there are some concerning trends. So game attendance has been going down for some time, and TV viewership is, is pretty bad. Bad. But when you mix that in with the fact that a lot of people are moving away from cable TV, which is who gives sweetheart deals, to to uh, baseball clubs, people are moving to, to Netflix and things like that that don't include baseball in their services. So the author of this New York Times opinion piece says, hey, they may go bankrupt even though they're super rich right now. The government needs to go in and save them because they're a cultural treasure.
2: Uh, and and while baseball is a cultural treasure and there's nothing quite as nice as being uh, out live at a baseball game uh the, there are just few things that transport you to a, to a different place but i I think as the as Walter wrote in that piece uh this fear that you know if it's left to fend for itself with without government intervention, it's just going to disappear uh, to me seems to be much more part of the problem than it is the solution.
1: Oh, absolutely. Baseball pre-existed radio, it pre-existed TV, and those were some of the golden years of baseball, and it will continue to exist in one form or another, but this is a private entity. We should allow it to compete uh, and evolve into whatever it needs to be to continue to be profitable. But to ask the government to get involved... Well, that would make the sport about as much fun as a day of the DMV, which I don't <laughs> think you or your viewers or your listeners are, are too interested in. Because no one, and I've never met a single person that said, you know what would make baseball more fun? We need more government intrusion. So, no thank you, government. You can't even balance a budget. You haven't done that in 20 years. You can't fill potholes. So, I don't think you can run baseball better.
2: Yeah, that, that was going to be my next question was, you know, the, the federal government hasn't balanced a budget in uh, several decades now, and we're running it at- record debt and deficits and uh, we're spending more uh that is causing more inflation uh how how can they possibly think that uh, having government take over baseball and i can only imagine what the lines would be at the concession stands if it was run like the dmv uh but how do they expect the government who can't balance anything uh to take a, a an industry major league baseball flush with cash uh and somehow make it better
1: I mean, they wouldn't be able to, and there's no reason why we should expect the government to be successful at this. But when you look at the plan in that, that New York Times opinion piece, which is – it's just laughably bad. He suggested the government should buy out all 30 teams at – knowing that taxpayers would lose money on that – then the coaches and the players would become federal employees, and the managers of each team would be a statewide elected official, which I just find completely crazy. And then C-SPAN would have the exclusive rights to broadcast games. Now, I've got nothing against C-SPAN. They, they do some, some great work, but – Baseball and entertainment, probably not their specialty, and I think all of this would spell doom for America's pastime.
2: Yeah, I think that uh, would would definitely not be helpful to the pastime. If you really want to save it, uh, I think you can just go buy some peanuts and Cracker Jacks and just go enjoy a game yourself. Turn your phone off, have a conversation with whoever you're sitting next to, uh, and I think uh, I know... Uh, that you noted in your piece, uh, George Will, you know, talking about baseball with no clock, no ties, uh, and no liberal intrusions into the organized progression, uh, is definitely the right path. And there's probably a few other sports that could probably uh, benefit from a little bit of that as well.
1: You know, absolutely. And I, I was at a game, I think, the day before or w- when I was writing this piece and I was talking with people there and they just thought it was crazy. Like, baseball is, is, you know, as American as apple pie. Uh, so are many other sports, but it's not the government that makes it good or even better. I, I would actually like to see us go back to some of the gritty beginnings, at least some of the gritty beginnings of, of the competition that we had and, and go back to what the sport really was about. And it wasn't about multi-million dollar deals. It was about competition. It was about athletes. It was about the city that you were from. And I would like to see a little bit of a return to that, not government intrusion.
2: Yeah, and I think uh, there's no better example of that than just last week when in an era of deep division in our country uh, that every single player, every manager, every coach, every umpire wore the same number of the same Dodger blue color uh, 42 uh, in honor of jackie robinson breaking the color barrier and i, and I think it's important to note uh, as we're talking about government taking it over jackie robinson crossed the color barrier broke that in 1947 it took 17 more years before congress did any kind of meaningful civil rights legislation uh, i think that's as far as you have to look to say i think baseball will be much better on its own than if we're waiting around for government to get it done
1: you bet. And, and you know, when, when I was at the Braves game the other night, you know, it could have been to the left of me, the right of me. It could have been liberals. It could have been conservatives, Republicans, Democrats, whoever. But it wasn't a hyper uh, uh, polarizing environment unless they were supporting the opposing team. But it brought us all together. You know, we're there to see a good game, have a beer or two and eat a hot dog and just enjoy it. And I think there's something beautiful in that 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 transcends and goes beyond this hyper political world that we, we have to live in.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Mark Hyden Director of State Government Affairs for the R Street Institute. Mark, I always appreciate your perspective. We're going to go ahead and step aside for a quick commercial break as we've been covering the Washington, D.C. Temple of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints has reopened for a public open house. Former Oregon Senator Gordon H. Smith will join us to talk about what's happening back in Washington, D.C. coming up next.
0: I'm Dave Cauley